All right, and we are live. I don't think Forbidden you... Chocolate has just reminded us that today is May the 4th, which, as we all know, is the... Uh-oh, you are bright. You are very bright. Uh, which we all know is the holiday for Star Wars. So, to all of those Jedi out there, uh, may I wish you a happy 4th, and may the 4th be with you. <laughs> Valeria doesn't know. What the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> She's like, I don't know what any of this means. I just hit my knee. I'm in pain. Oh, you're in pain. You're in pain. But Valeria is incredibly happy today. Um, Me? Valeria, yes. Oops. You you don't know you don't remember why you're happy today? Because Valeria has just researched and bought a new bathroom mirror. All right, <laughs> look at that smile. The it's the weirdest things that make women happy. A new bathroom mirror, and she is just the happiest person in the world. With thirty right percent discount, <laughs> can't forget that thirty percent discount. Uh, I apologize for being a couple minutes late today. Um, I, really, I just was like super sleepy, and I couldn't. I, I was like trying to get ready for the show, and yeah, it just wasn't happening. Um, I do need to look up what 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 the well. That's irrelevant. Should we just get going? Is there anything else that's exciting about our private lives, or should we just get going with the news? Are you are you reading somebody's text and ignoring me again, as usual? Um, Wives. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't open... Yeah, I'm aware there's a huge spot on my forehead. Thank you for telling me that, darling. There's nothing I can do about it. There you go, folks. Giant spot on my forehead. Sexy. Do you want me to spend 10 seconds and fix it? Uh, no, you can't because it's sort of recently messed with, so it's not. Okay. It's not in a state that makeup can be used on it, I, and I do use makeup occasionally, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am a beta bitch, as they say. <laughs> now, you you kind of have to use makeup when you do videos, uh, if you use like harsh lighting, like like we use, uh, because of uh, glare. Because of glare, if you have like a low, um, what do you call it? Um, low dynamic range camera your your reflections will will come out white and you'll look really really shiny fortunately i have a high dynamic range camera so i don't have to use uh like makeup like most people uh, do uh, but if you're on tv you should use makeup uh you know when we do commercials when i've done commercials or tv i you know they obviously have makeup artists. <laughs> people say it's okay there's only 20 of us watching law <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's true uh but i noticed when i first started doing youtube videos despite the fact that i had a nice high dynamic range camera um is that if i had I, one time i had like a spot like right here and i was doing my show really close to camera and everybody like freaked out. Like all they were talking about in the comment section was like, dude, that spot is huge. What's wrong with you? You know, like you got to like fix that thing or whatever, you know, and nobody was listening to what I was saying in the, in the video. So I learned pretty early on. I was like, okay, Valeria, can you give me some concealer? You can't fix this. It's distracting. I don't think you're going to, you think you're going to be able to fix it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the, the reality behind the scenes. Better? Yeah, oh, well, there's a little bit of a white spot, but otherwise it looks pretty good. So her skin, her skin is a little bit lighter than mine, so it'll look a little bit more pale. But yeah, that's not bad. You did a pretty good job, sweetie. Um, but, what, but what I figured out was if, you, if there's something that's a very obvious issue, it's probably better for me just to cover it up. You know, even though I'm a guy and we don't really like putting on makeup. Um, hold on. Ashley's writing us. Andrew Beerwort says, yes, but you really do have to wear high heels. <laughs> but you really have to wear high heels. Here. <laughs> but do you really have to wear high heels? That's very funny. That's very funny. Um, that's, that's good. Um, uh, so anyway, so I, I figured out that it's better for me to cover up the major spots just so I don't distract from what I'm trying to say if there's something that's very obvious. Um, and so, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that I think that YouTubers should have what, what do they call that concealer? I, I do think that YouTubers should use concealer. Uh, not concealer, usually just like a um, shine remover. No, 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 just for like what you did, like the spots. It's a concealer. Shine the shine remover thing you can use if you have a low dynamic range camera. There are things that you need to do. It's really just a technical thing. It's mm -hmm. it's less about like vanity or like 
you know, there's those there's those guys. This is a popular thing that's really weird. Is when you go into like um, like a Nordstrom's and you go to the the counter to buy your stuff, or, or like um, well, what stores? What stores do this? Kind of trendy stores that young people go to. You'll have guys behind the counter that they're selling you their clothes, and they'll they'll be wearing makeup like women. Yeah. But it's Sephora, a little bit lighter. Like Sephora? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like a natural makeup, but it's really flipping weird. I don't know if you guys have this all over the country, but guys will wear makeup out now. Like like regular guys will wear full-on makeup in, in L.A. I think they're mostly gay guys, but it, it is just it's weird to look at because they look very almost artificial, and it's just weird. It, it's... It's not feminine exactly, but it's it's like it's just artificial looking. It looks really weird. It's a little feminine. Um, but, you know, it's weird because if, if I do a show like this or if people are doing YouTube and it's a guy, you don't want to be like those guys, you know? <laughs> so you don't, you don't, you kind of feel like that. So it's kind of, uh, you want, you want, because those guys are detestable. They're, they're kind of repulsive. You know, you're repelled by men who wear makeup. Hey, oh, hey, Aston's trying to get into the shot. What do you want, baby? I'll switch over to Valeria. There we go. Cat's trying to get in the camera there. All right, so should we just get into the, the news now that we've we've uh, we've said a bunch of nonsense? Yeah. All right, it's all you, baby. Racist woman verbally assault Hispanic police officer. Oh yeah, jeez, where, where did I put that story? Did I open that? Ah, yeah, here we go. Sorry, I put this in the wrong order. Okay, we're good now. Yeah, this is a crazy story. So. Uh, so this woman, you might have seen this on Fox. They covered this on Fox last night. Um, but this is basically a YouTube video that's gone viral of a woman who I assume is black. She, her her uh, face is covered up uh, like uh, in the police footage for some reason. But let's go ahead and play this. This is the police officer didn't have a police issued body cam, but he wore his own. And then he posted this footage to show people basically what cops have to endure now. It's pretty crazy. All right, let's play this. Yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing You're me? correct. I pulled you over because... Because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone I, I while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his... Do you, have, a, do you have your driver's license? I... It, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. Yeah, yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing you me? You're correct. I pulled you over because... because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone like, I while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his... Do you, have, a, do you have your driver's license? I... It, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have a right to record the police when they're harassing me. By all means. But you can't do it while you're driving. I, would, I, can, I wasn't... Doesn't, Texting or none of that. Do you have, and you have that you picture? you scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're, that's not just a feeling. You're a murderer. Okay. Can you zoom in on that for me, Sure. Jay? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Congratulations. Murderer. You're a murderer. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, if here you, you go, murderer. Stop shaking. Zoom in on that for no, me, No, because man. you're scaring me. Oh, you're threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay. the, the well, you, iPad, you, I'll tell you what, you keep smiling, yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not didn't smiling, say that. you're the one who's crazy. Hold that still, I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it is. Um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? 
I don't think about? so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. All you need to do is just get your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Here you go, ma'am. Sign inside for the red box a, right there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. Sign the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. You there you go, be dear. White. Thank Have you, a good day. You want to be white. You want to be white so bad, she says. You want to be white so bad. I have a couple questions. He's a Mexican racist. I have a couple questions. Yeah, what? First one, just for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, to clarify, sometimes I forgot my driver's license home. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not going to prison if they will pull me over. Well, you wouldn't go to prison anyway. you just get a ticket for driving without a license. Which they didn't give her, which I think is a shame. They, she should get a... So, you like, be with so if you don't have driver license, you will get the ticket, mm -hmm. even if you know your license number, and they can check it. Yeah, you can't drive without a license. That's yeah, illegal. You, okay. You'll be you'll be fine for that. Okay. Uh, second she question. wasn't because she's I don't know why they were being nice to her. Which I don't know why they're being nice to her. Second question. I know that teachers in America are not really getting paid that well. <laughs> well, they're and supposedly the not getting paid that well. I don't know if that's actually true. Mercedes? Not in that Yeah, she's driving a Mercedes. Mercedes? Yeah, there's this idea that like, oh, you know, yeah, we don't have a Mercedes. Do we have a Mercedes, darling? No. What kind of car do we have? Hyundai. We have a Hyundai. 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 We have as about as cheap as cars you can get. It's not. It's actually not the cheapest model SE minus <laughs> SEL, which is the second after the well, cheapest. Okay, the one. point is it's not a Mercedes. All right. So no. so we, we, we don't have a Mercedes. We don't drive a Mercedes. All right. I talk to thousands of people every day on my show. Um, we don't have a Mercedes. She's a teacher of what, like 20, 30 students, maybe. Uh, she teaches school and she drives a Mercedes. So she's, you know, she's a black woman. Mm -hmm. There is this concept in America that black women are oppressed, right? Obviously, she's not oppressed. She's talking back to police. If I talk back to police like that, they would throw the book at me. She's treated better, I think, because she's a black woman. Her life is not a bad life. I mean, she's driving a Mercedes. She's, she's basically telling cops that they're rapists and murderers, and they don't do anything to her at all, right? They just treat her like the princess she thinks she is. She's obviously got a pretty decent gig going. And like what kind of sense of entitlement do you have that when you're pulled over, you can make all these excuses and criticize cops in this vicious way and you think that that's acceptable? Even if, even if th that cop, like, first of all, the cop didn't do anything wrong at all. Okay. No, he was super nice. He was I, I super like, nice. I love his American flag pen. <laughs> yeah. I need to have some of those pens because I have two pens, like like a solid kind of not not super expensive, mm -hmm. but like metal pen. Yeah, it's a great, American it's a beautiful flags. pen. I kind of want to have a couple of those in my car in case the couple stop me, like give me a ticket, whatever. It's my habit, yeah. and I will just hold up the pen, just like my little present to police officer, you know. Oh, you can't give it to him. That's a bribe. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, no, not really. Well, I—I I mean, I wouldn't think so, but somebody might. You gotta get—you gotta be careful about those sorts of things. There's these nitpicky people in the world. Be like, oh, you gave him a bribe, you know. But anyway, these, uh, yeah, this woman, uh, this woman. It's bizarre to me the the delusion that black people are oppressed in America. This delusion. A black woman in a Mercedes gets pulled over for using her phone, which everybody would, by a Mexican police officer, and he's a Mexican rape, uh, Mexican racist slash murderer who wants to be white. This is what, and this is what she says to him, and no real repercussions to her. Just she just gets the ticket for the using her phone while driving. Which, by the way, that in L.A. They enforce that like hardcore. Like you cannot. My use... friend was stopped two times for having her phone yeah. in her hand. Was she black? No, she's white, pretty girl. Yeah, yeah. They 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 will stop everybody in LA for using their phone. They're really hardcore about that. I don't think it's a particularly 
uh, good law. Um, I think that can be abused sometimes. I don't know. I don't think in this case it was. Um, but it's the law. Police are required to enforce it, and, and therefore he was enforcing that particular law. Okay, fine, whatever. Her becoming irate and treating him like that, whether he's a cop or he's a regular person or whatever's going on in the situation, he doesn't deserve to be treated like that. I mean, what kind of human being is she? She's absolute scum. That woman is absolute scum. Just self-indulgent, self-absorbed, uh, completely disrespectful to people around her. She's the kind of person that nobody likes and that, but that people pretend to like so that she won't be horrible and annoying when they're around them. And then getting away from her as soon as they can and then talking to their friends like, I, I cannot stand her. I cannot stand her. But to her face, everybody's really nice because they know she like, she's like a little bit crazy. That, that, that's the kind of person she is. This is, this is how I talk about women who, who have like positions of authority in, at work. They're like uh, managers or directors. Like we're, we, we do movies sometimes. We get female directors occasionally. They're almost always psychopaths. And I always think like everybody goes home and talks crap about this director. But to her face, they're always nice to her because they don't want her to lose her mind while they're talking to her. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of want peace on the set. And they don't want – everybody's a little bit – they're not scared of her like, oh, she's like a physical threat or anything like that. Just people just don't want to endure somebody screaming and yelling all the time. It's like super annoying. And so there is this fear that, that these kinds of people will lose their, their minds. And But their thought – people who act like this, their thought is people respect me. No, no, no one respects you. See, this is this is the problem with the way uh, these kind of like uh, really super rude, arrogant, smug, vicious, cruel people. This is this is the problem with the way they think. They're it's it's like a, a Pavlovian response, right? They act horrible to everybody. Everybody acts super nice to them to keep them from like losing their minds, mm-hmm. and they think, oh, when I act horrible to people, they respect me, right? So they get the, they get it twisted. The problem is, no, 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 no. When they're nice to you, it's because they're scared you're going to lose your mind. It's not because they like you. It's not because they respect you. No one likes you. No one likes that woman. I guarantee anyone in her life, no one likes her. Even her kid that she's taking to whatever does not like his mother. No, she's a horrible think, I, person. I don't think that's... You don't think I'm right? In this case, like, child and mom... I don't think the child will... Maybe no, I may be wrong be about like the kids. I may be her. wrong about the kid. Maybe but. scared of her, but I don't think the, the children are kind of like even if your parents or mom is horrible, you will still love them. I've met a lot of people who don't like their mothers, who don't like their fathers. No, that's from case to case. <laughs> if you I, grow up with a parent who is enough of an a hole, you you know, there are kids that will stop liking you. Uh, and she, she's, I don't know how far she is into that territory, but, uh, my guess is aside from maybe her son, I doubt there's anybody else in the world that likes but her. Why she called the supervisor, he called supervisor immediately, like even before. I'm not even sure her? he called the su- a supervisor. It was just but he maybe his partner later. or something. Like he came later, the supervisor, because usually they don't just call right. supervisor for Section. I'm not really sure why that other guy had to come in and because talk to her. Because it's he was like, "I already called." I was like, "There, there is a, there is a, there is a tendency with cops to just work in teams generally, so that the person that you're addressing understands that that people that the police are working together in force as opposed to just independently. Because mm-hmm. like one person is fairly easy to attack any you know anywhere in the world, anytime you know, unless it's like some like massive steroid dude. Most people you could get a punch in anyway Mm -hmm. but multiple people are much more difficult to attack so it just gives you a sense of oh there's a lot of people here or at least more than one person i'm in a position of you know i'm in a defensive position as opposed to an offensive position i i have the i they have the upper hand essentially so it's kind of just a show of force that might be police procedure in la just if somebody's being difficult bring the other cop in just to show them there's two of you and you you support each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't exactly know why they brought that other guy in, but uh, it was funny that when they brought the other guy in, who was, I think, clearly white, right? He looked white to me. Um, she continued to attack the Mexican guy. You'll never be white. You want to be white so bad. Like, what a racist psycho. You want to be white so bad. Do you know who wanted to be white so bad? Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, they say he had a disease. I don't know how true that is. Maybe he did. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, all right. So shall we move I on? I want to read a super chat r- oh, related please do. to yes. this um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, article. Not article, a video. Uh, from Patreon Daniel. I see welfare res- recipe. Recipients, 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 driving Range Rovers. What WTF? Yeah, it also is weird. buying junk food with food stamps and then buying lottery tickets with cash. Well, I have a, I have a uh, something about Range Rovers. I actually personally, me myself, you remember when I said if I will, when I will start like making more money. Yeah, well, I, we I both decided that a Range, Range Rover. Is a good yeah, I car, like, yeah. I really we'll like this like car. It. But I heard the story from Russian. American, she lives here for like 20 years yeah. and they are wealthy people. Yeah. They are, her and her husband travels all the time, live in a wealthy neighborhood. They, all of their neighbors in Atlanta, mm-hmm. it's in Atlanta, sold their Range Rovers mm-hmm. because if you drive Range Rover there, uh-huh. you will stop by black people. They will try to kill you because you drive Range Rover. Why? I don't understand. Because in... It, th- there is a thing started that rich car being attacked, especially uh, Range Rovers. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I was like, well, I guess I um, I don't want to buy a Range Rover right now because <laughs> for some well, not reason, not in Atlanta, not in Atlanta. That might just be a local. A regional thing. Maybe, but you never know. Maybe it's going to be like in the whole country. If you drive Range Rover, yeah, you yeah. might be in trouble. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's more popular. I don't know. That's a good question. It's interesting. Did you get... Well, no, you got hit by a, a Chevy Tahoe, Tahoe, I think it was. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but here's the... He, that's not really what he's addressing. What he's addressing is... Um, this idea that people who have yeah. welfare are able to afford I, very expensive yeah, I, things. I, uh-huh, yes, but and I just... Pa- Patriot Daniel, this is the answer to that question. It's called welfare fraud. Okay, so uh, this is this is, this is is a huge problem in America, right? Democrats always want to feed their social programs with more money. Uh, but the problem with that solution to, to whatever kind of issue you're trying to, to deal with, ameliorate... Is that fifty percent, fifty percent, five zero percent of all welfare in America is goes toward welfare fraud? Right, is taken by fraud. Right, so fifty percent is goes to people who genuinely need it, and fifty percent go to people who are committing welfare fraud. Uh, and so, yeah, you see people who are supposedly on welfare, but in reality, they're they're not eligible for welfare. They actually get money from other, you know, other means. Um, you know, think about it like this. If you deal drugs, mm-hmm. how much taxes do you report? Zero. Zero. Right? Uh, there's plenty of jobs that are... Or are you cutting tree, um, trees? Not trees, but weed. Uh, weed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there's plenty of jobs that mm-hmm. revolve around sort of the drug trade or... Yeah prostitution or uh, other kinds of criminality and you don't report that income right you either have to launder the money or you have to just not report it and then what do you do if it's cash there's nothing to report that's right and so you can get welfare even though you're already making money doing other things mainly criminal activity so a lot of the money that it goes toward welfare is is illegitimate right illegitimate fraudulent fraudulent all right, let us move on to the next story, darling. Andrew Beerworth says, Uh-oh. send the super chat says, this is for Valeria and Michael Jackson comment. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. All right, you want to read the next story? Yeah. Let's do it. That's not a product placement. Um, unbased juror. juror Un- okay, unbiased. Un- unbiased, sorry. <laughs> unbiased juror of Chauvin trial exposed as <laughs> Black Lives Matter activist. Surprising. Black Lives Matter activist, right. So this guy uh, is apparently a Black Lives Matter dude. And, <coughs> excuse me, coronavirus. Uh, when, um, when he was, uh, you know, being potentially going to be on the jury, you know, the judge had to ask him, you know, are you biased and all this kind of stuff? Like, do you know anything about the Chauvin trial already? Do you know anything about this incident? And this guy was like, no, I don't know anything. I don't know. I never heard. Derek, George George Floyd? I don't even know who that is. 
<laughs> right? And then he gets on to the jury. He convicts Derek Chauvin, and then he leaves, and he starts doing interviews. And in one of these interviews, he says basically like, being on a jury is a form of activism. It's a form of activism. You can make change in the world by being on a jury and convicting people you don't like, apparently. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. how they were fighting those juries. Yeah. Yeah, this is this Who whole never thing was heard about this case. Yeah, yeah, well, it wouldn't be possible. The whole possible. world heard about this case. But, you know, you see this picture here. So he's got this Black Lives Matter shirt on. It's Martin Luther King here. Uh, get your knee off our necks. Black Lives Matter. Then he's got a Black Lives Matter hat. You know, clearly this guy... And this, this picture was taken before the Derek Chauvin trial. So clearly this guy knew about this stuff. He was involved in it. Um... So let's have a look here. This is a story uh, in RT, which is Russian Times. I normally don't read from Russian Times because, you know, Russian propaganda. But uh, in this case, it's the only place that I could find these pictures. For some reason, all the other articles that I read didn't have the pictures. They didn't have this audio from this radio mm-hmm. thing. Um, my buddy. I told my buddy to invest because, you know, he's not a rich guy. Like He's like us. He's like regular folks. And uh, I said, look, just if you have like a thousand dollars to spare, throw it into, um, throw it into, what? I'm right. I, was I wrong? Was I wrong? Was I wrong? Was I wrong? When did you tell him? I told him, if you have a thousand bucks, just throw it into Dogecoin. When? Um, like a week ago, something like a that. A week ago? Okay. Maybe a few days ago. Yeah, about a week. And, um. He said, well, let me look into it. I said, yeah, look into it. I mean, don't be too... Because uh, he was going to maybe put in five grand. And I said, yeah, that would be great. But, you know, make sure that you're confident with it. I don't want you to... Um, I don't want you to, like, lose your money. It is a risk. Mm-hmm. And I said, but you can throw in $1,000 right now. If you don't mind losing $1,000, just throw in $1,000 right now. And then you have to, you know... It's not, not, it's not going to be too stressful. And then just read up on it and watch your YouTube videos. And then... When you're confident, put in more, right? And he's like, "Okay, I'll do that." And uh, but he didn't put in the thousand. And I was like, and a few days went by. I was like, "Did you put it in?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "You should really put in some money right now. I think it's going to go up." No, no, no. Then today he's like, "Hey, um, I'm trying to sign up with," and it and it's literally gone up like what sixty sixty percent? Not sixty percent, sixty cents. Two sixty cents, but I think from what was it at forty? Twenty percent, twenty. No, no, not when I was talking to him. I think it was probably something more like thirty-eight, thirty, thirty-six, probably thirty something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but it has, yeah. So I guess it's almost doubled. It's probably doubled. So he would have made two grand by now on the one thousand that he threw in, which isn't a ton of money, but it's nice. It's always nice to have you know a hundred percent return on investment in a few days is. That's a, you know, it's better good. than stock market. Yeah, but the the truth is we're getting kind of high now. Uh, Valeria thinks it's going to go to 99, but if you do put money in, I, I know this is a tangent. We're not talking about the news now, but uh, Valeria thinks that it'll go to 99. If you do put in, just make sure it's not money that you can lose. Make sure it's money that you, I mean, make make sure it's not money that you can't lose. Right? Make sure it's money that is, it's okay if you lose it because it could go down. It could drop. Um, if it does drop before... You become an investor and you just wait. Yeah, if, 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 if it does drop, if you have a little bit of money in that you can get, you know, you can just say goodbye to and it drops, just wait because it'll probably go back up and it'll probably go to 99. So um, I think it's a good idea still to put in, even though it's gone so way up the last in, He didn't put in. And what did he write? And now he's like, he's like, hey, is Robinhood secure? They want my social security number. I'm like, yes, it's secure. I'm like, I can't believe you didn't put the money in. It would have... I said well, I said fifteen hundred, but it would have been two grand. Actually, now I think about it. He writes, "Oh damn, I'll have to have my account up this week. Uh, my wife will have one up as well." So the two of them, because I was telling them our situation, and he said, "Yeah, that's good." Because like you know, I work and you have more free time, so you can focus more on the crypto. Yes, they need your social security because that's an official. Yeah, yeah, you're transferring you money between taxes, your bank and all this kind of stuff. They will yeah, sure. send you for me if you. All right, make- sorry for the digression, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get back to this story. So, it turns out that this guy is totally biased. He should never have been on the jury. And what this can do is this can cause a, a you know, this can cause, uh, well, this this can be used as a justification for nullifying the trial and getting a new trial. 
getting a tr- new trial. Is it like a big story right now, and ever, nobody is reporting on it? It's that? a it's a it's a big story amongst conservatives, but not a lot of leftists are talking about. It. Let's go ahead and play this audio so you can hear what he said about being on a jury and whether people should be on juries. We're talking to Brandon Mitchell. He was juror number 52 in the Derek Chauvin murder trial. Brandon, before we wrap, many people don't like jury duty and probably wouldn't respond to the letter that you get in the mail. So what message would you leave to those about saying yes to jury duty? I mean, it's it's important. If we want to see some change, we want to see some things going differently. We got to get out there and get into these avenues and get in these rooms um, to to try to spark some change. That's one of the jury duty is one of the things. Jury duty voting. All of those things are things we got to do. And how can people follow you on social media or tune into your podcast? Yeah, so the Wholesome Podcast. We're talking to Brandon Mitchell. He was juror number 52 in the Derek Chauvin. All right, so there you, you hear this guy talking about this, and he's saying that being a jury is a good way to spark change. Being a So jury. is this story just going to like... Disappear? disappear or... Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, it'll, it won't disappear, but it, it won't be reported, I don't think, widely, like on CNN. So they're just not going to do anything about it? No, 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 no. Derek Chauvin's attorneys can, like I said, use this as evidence to show that the the tri- the original trial should be nullified. The question, are they going to? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Now... Um, you can hear what this guy says. So this guy thinks that being a jurist is 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 a good way to spark change. How about this? How about being a jurist is a good way to ensure justice? How about that? Because we don't want we don't want things changed from being just to being unjust, right? Or or let let's say you think they're unjust to be more unjust. You don't want to fight what is perceived to be injustice with absolutely clearly something that's unjust, right? This guy seems to think that, you know, I assume what he means by change is the system's not just and we need to ensure that it is just, right? I assume that's what he means. But sending a man to prison who actually did not commit any crime, that's not justice. That's not justice. Um, And... It looks to me by the fact that he was at a Black Lives Matter rally and he was in these clothes um, indicates to me that he knew he knew ahead of time how he was going to how he was going to vote for this guy. He knew he was always going to say this guy was guilty. This is an indication of that. Well, let's read some of this. It says one of the jurors in the murder trial of former Minneapolis. I'll switch it to this view. Uh, Minneapolis policeman Derek Chauvin may have misled the judge about his knowledge about the case and said it was in, said in an interview that serving on such a, such panels is a form of community activism. Uh, Brandon Mitchell, the first juror to come out publicly and do media interviews, said that said uh, sorry sorry about the Chauvin trial. Told syndicated radio host Erica Campbell this week that serving on juries is important if we want to see change. I, of course, I just played that for you. Uh, Mitchell described other media uh, in other media interviews how he. And all but one of the jurors, 11 jurors, were quickly ready to convict Chauvin on all charges, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter, in connection with the deaths last May of George Floyd. The incident sparked a wave of Black Lives Matter protests, many of which turned violent across the nation. And yet Mitchell, 30, a 31-year-old black man who coaches high school basketball in Minneapolis, where Floyd, Floyd's infamous death occurred, reportedly told Judge Peter Cahill during... Uh, jury selection in March that he hadn't heard anything about the George Floyd civil case. I had never heard about this. There is like there is no way you didn't hear about. Well, this. okay, I just so the civil case was another case, right? Another case where they sued, I think the city or something like that, to and they the city ended up paying them like a ton of money, or maybe they sued Derek Chauvin. I don't remember exactly the details of that case. He said he may have heard something, some basic information in news reports, but no, but about trial dates, but nothing that would have prevented him serving as an impartial juror. Um, well, you know, they're saying that he didn't hear about the civil case, but that's very specific. I think that that's possible because I, I look at this stuff as for a job, and I didn't really pay that much attention to the civil case. I mean, I obviously I heard about it, um, but I I didn't like look into it. I didn't read any articles about the civil case. I was waiting for the for the uh, the real trial. Um, so that's actually somewhat believable. I don't think that's something that's not believable, actually. Uh, Mitchell also told Chauvin's defense lawyer during questioning that he, he didn't know whether Chauvin did anything wrong or that he believed the officer had no intention of harming anyone. And that he believed the officer had no intention of harming anyone. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. If they came to this conclusion so very quickly, they were all ready to convict him immediately. Uh, it sounds like they were ready to convict him even before the trial started because there's no way. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Let's see here. However, Facebook post last August by Travis Mitchell, uncle of Brandon Mitchell, appears to show the future juror wearing a BLM hat and BLM shirt with a message that alluded to speci- specifically to the George Floyd incident. Get your knee off our necks. Floyd died after Chauvin pinned him to the pavement, pressing his knee against his neck for more than nine minutes. Uh, they should write, Floyd died of a drug overdose after Chauvin pinned him to the pavement. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, some social media users suggested that Mitchell's views could become grounds for an appeal. And so now here's the thing. Grounds for an appeal. This has already been filed. So Derek Chauvin's attorney files motion for new trial. So this is the newest this is the newest news that we have about this. Uh, attorney Eric Nelson has filed a motion for a new trial or uh, for former uh, Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin in the death of George Floyd. Nelson filed the motion on the grounds of juror misconduct and that the the court abused its discretion for failing to agree that the defense's to the defense's request for a change of venue and sequestering the jury. And that's such a great point. I mean, I, I love that he's filing this under that, um, you know, for that, that reason specifically, because, yeah, the, the court, I don't understand why he had to be tried there uh, with a bunch of angry people who were also being subject specifically to terrorism by Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was going and terrorizing the city, essentially essentially insisting that every to everyone that we go ahead and lynch this guy, Derek Chauvin, or else we're going to burn the city down, right? And I have footage of, of um, I forget what his name is, Ami something. There's a video, if you want to look him up on YouTube, Ami, I forget his last name. He goes around and he, he, he was the one that went around and asked everybody like, uh, can, you know, are black people capable of getting ID in, uh, you know, in, in the DMV and, and all these white kids at Berkeley were like, no, black people can't get ID. And then he goes to Harlem and asks all these black people and they're like, yeah, of course we can get ID. We're not morons. <laughs> like, and, uh, and well, the same guy, he went around Minneapolis and he asked everybody like, do you think that burning down the cities is perfectly fine? And everybody was like, yep. And a lot of them were, he was like, do you think it's okay to um, kill white people uh, you know, because, uh, you know, white people are racist and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, yeah, I think, you know, maybe that's fine. And they were just like, okay, with any kind of destruction, any kind of like, and some of them were, in, you know, actively wanted, it seemed like they actively wanted to encourage this kind of thing. He asked them, hey, like, how many black people die every year in America from police, like uh, unarmed black men? And they were like, thousands, thousands of black men, even though. Nine. I think it was 25 unarmed black people died in 2019. 25. Nine. Uh, I think nine were shot. And, and that was men, specifically. Shot and killed by police, unarmed black men. Um, but for the record, in 2019, it was 51 white people were murdered by police. Uh, unarmed people were killed by police. I shouldn't say murdered, because I think some of it was probably accidents. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there, there could be a new trial. Uh, we'll see. Um, obviously, I think that that whole thing was... Ridiculous. And there is there is no information how many years he is getting for convicted in three different types of murders. Well, I'm not sure. Has he been sentenced yet? Because the sentencing happens after after the conviction. Okay. I don't think he's been sentenced. Uh, maybe he has. I don't know. Can I read this comment from National Populist? Please do. Hearing a Russian immigrant speak so highly of our country, wanting an American flag pen brings me joy. Just to clarify, not wanting, but having it yeah she has one two two this is one of these? those yeah and this and has the this has the uh it has we we um we the people we the people in the that's 70, the beginning 76. of the constitution yeah and it's it's very cool i bought it on etsy oh you bought it on etsy it's oh, like a handmade just one yeah, of yeah, those. yeah. i like i like those pens that you have actually i don't use them that much because you have them hidden away but i have one in my car in case the police stop me and i will sign my ticket with this fan. <laughs> the other thing that Valeria wants to do, and I've always thought this is quite cool, um, when she does take her, you know, pledge of allegiance, you know, when she becomes a citizen, she's actually going to wear a little Republican pin, like a little Republican. I already bought them. It's an American. Like you two years ago. You want to show them? You got it somewhere? Yeah. All right, go for it. 
Uh, I will read the new story. So let's see here. What else do we have? All right. So story number three, Trump launches his own communications platform. So this is fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. I just love this. So Donald Trump has launched a sort of alternative to Twitter, but there is one problem with it. I'll tell you what that problem is in one moment. First, Valeria has to show you something. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, hold on. No, you can't, you can't show it close up because I think you're going to change the focus. All right, go for it. So this is the pin that Valeria is going to wear when she becomes a U.S. citizen. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, she's got a second one. She's got a second one. Or that one. So what do you guys think? What do you, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, do you think she should wear the American flag with the little Republican symbol or the or the Republican pin? They might not give you... Yeah, yeah, wear the other one. Yeah, it's more subtle. It's more subtle. All right, go sit down. Sit down. You trying to show him again? Okay, no. You, I see, I see. Um, yeah, so let us know which one you guys like better. We are going to move on to this story. So, but there's a problem. There's a problem, Valeria. Did you hear this? That that Trump's got his own got his own Twitter now. But here's the problem, guys. It's only Trump. <laughs> it's only Trump. So you would have to subscribe to this, and then you get notifications every time Trump tweets, right? Just like you would with Twitter, or whatever. But the problem is, there's no. There's nothing interactive about it. You can't you can't go in and you can't tweet your friends. You can't say what you think. It's not a platform. It's just a community. It's just a web page, basically, with with Trump's little messages, little tweets. Well, he used the same. Uh, he used a Telegram as his personal Twitter. Right, right. But the but see what I want is a new Twitter that I can interact with, so that Donald Trump is one of the many um, things that I can read and. Also, I can communicate with my fans and all that kind of stuff. So um, if you have something that's more interactive like Twitter, then it's much more engaging. Now, I think this is a good start. If you if you want to go to Donald J. Trump slash desk and you can read his tweets, whatever he says during the day. Um, oh, man, you guys should see this cat. He is just like in heaven right now, hanging out with Valeria. <laughs> just bathing in the sun. Anyway, um, but uh, what we need is an interactive version of this. So Donald Trump, Donald Trump's people, get on that. Let, let's take let's take Twitter market share and just, you know, destroy them. Let's just make a conservative version of Twitter. Um, you know, it's a much harder thing to do to make an interactive site than to make just uh, a site that expresses Trump's things. But, um, you know, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful thing if he can, if he can you know, push it into something else. But anyway... I wanted to alert you guys to that. That's not really a, really a news story, more of an announcement, but I think it's I think it's still important. All right, Valeria, would you yes. like to read the next story? Yes. Um Antrim County. Antrim County in Michigan. Plen- plaintiffs. Plaintiffs? Introduced new evidence in 2020 election. <laughs> yes, okay. So new new evidence has been introduced uh, with regard to potential doctoring of the election in Antrim County, Michigan. Uh, so let's have a look at this a real quick story. Michigan attorney Mac, Mac, Matthew DiPerno uh, filed an explosive new report in the ongoing Antrim County 2020 election, election lawsuit. According to DiPerno, his team of experts was able to prove the voting machines were vulnerable to compromise. Dun, dun, dun. And the DiPerno team say they were able to manipulate software that was then able to flip votes to Biden. Um, so let's go ahead and look at his tweets here. These, this is the, really the important stuff. Uh, he says, we can flip votes from top, the top of the ticket to the bottom. We can flip only selected races. We can flip them all. We can flip just a few precincts in the county and shave 5% from one candidate. Want a constitutional amendment? Pass or fail? Uh, Michigan elections happening today. Do you think putting our um, intent on a ballot matters? Oh, shoot. Sorry, guys. Going back. Going back. There we go. Uh, he says, uh, machines convert data and data can be manipulated. He says, imagine if somebody wanted to move Michigan from red to pink and then run the media narrative that people just don't like Trump. I can show you how to switch 160,000 votes at the precinct level. Matt DiPerno says he will be able to show the tabulator tapes at the precinct level were 
uh, different than paper ballots. Okay, now this was written by Jim Hoft, who's one of my favorite writers here at um, Gateway Pundit. In fact, part owner, I think, of the... There's two Hofts. I can't remember which one established the Gateway Pundit and which one's the brother. I think Jim Hoft established it. I can't remember, though. So, but that does not excuse um, this typo. Where is it? This is not lever. It's level. Come on, Jim. Get with the program. <laughs> it's an easy typo to miss. It's an easy typo to miss. Um, at the precinct level, we're different than the paper ballots. So uh, he also writes, imagine if someone wanted to move... Oh, yeah, I already read that one. Okay, well, anyway, so that's the end of the story. But the point is, this guy has found some serious uh, uh, potential for manipulation in elections. Uh, and so I think that that is pretty, pretty jaw-dropping stuff. Uh, will this make it to CNN? Not in a million years. Uh, but it's something I thought you guys should know about. Uh, this is obviously, this is at the Gateway Pundit if you want to read this story. Um, all right, darling, one more story. Can I read the super chat? You can read a super chat. Go for From it. From Patreon Daniel. From Patreon Daniel. Yeah, the yeah. Republican pin definitely unrelated. I'm flying to all blue line American flags daily in support of the police department. Love your show. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, we're still we still haven't put a bumper sticker on. She's gonna put another. Did you ever get one in the mail? You you ordered them, didn't you, from Amazon? You never ordered a I, bumper sticker. It's hard to choose which. Yeah, so she's, she's been perusing them. Um, but yeah, okay. So he votes Republican pin. But I I, st I actually like the American flag with the little Republican thing. I think it's a little bit more subtle. I like that one. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and read the next story. Okay. Texas Democratic official calls Tim Scott an Oreo, then resigns. Yeah, this is a this is more racism from leftists. Uh, yeah. So at the top of the top of the uh, show, we saw that woman who was calling the Mexican guy. Uh, you know saying that he wants to be white and he's a murderer and he's a he's a racist and all this kind of stuff. Just crazy, offensive, racist crap coming out of that woman. And now we have more racism coming from the left. Shocking. Uh, it says here, you know what's so weird is like the narrative is always conservatives are racist, right? That's just like an established truth in America, which is so stupidly wrong. Right? It's one of these blue and on myths that I talk about. By the way, I posted this video about blue and on, hashtag blue and on. If you haven't seen it, watch this video. Fantastic video. But uh, it's gotten very, very little traction. Nobody's watched this video. I think it may have something to do with the thumbnails not very exciting or something. I'm not really sure. Watch that video. Excellent video. Um, I just talk about all of the misinformation coming from the left. And uh, it's one of my better videos, I think. So, so this Democrat says, I've embarrassed myself and my party. No, you haven't, dude. That's what the Democrat Party does. They always say racist stuff against black conservatives. That's it's very typical. Okay, you're just a typical. You're you're suffering from what they call being a Democrat. <laughs> this is this is what Democrats do. Um, Democrat Party co-chairman Gary O'Connell, sorry O'Connor. I got his picture right here. Um, old fat white bald dude. That's I mean he basically looks like your typical, you know. He he kind of looks like the guy that is stereotyped in movies as like the southern white racist. Right? He's kind of like gonna be like, get out of the pool, boy. We don't like your kind here. Right? It's the that doesn't really exist in real life, but they always put it in movies. Uh Gary O'Connor of Lamar County, Texas, resigned Tuesday after facing backlash after calling Republican so South Carolina Senator Tim Scott an Oreo. Now, a lot of a lot of uh, like Trump-supporting Republicans, they don't like Tim Scott because they think Tim Scott's more of a rhino. But I haven't really seen anything like that. I guess I haven't researched Tim Scott well enough to know that. I think he did a pretty good job in his response to Biden in the last uh, speech. You know, there was, a, there was the uh, address to Congress, and then Tim Scott refuted that. He did the Republican response. And uh, I think he did a fantastic job. But people are saying they don't like Tim Scott because he's too much of a rhino. Uh, I don't care if you like him or you don't like him. You don't call him things like Oreo or <laughs> Uncle Tim. They were calling him Uncle Tim. I mean, you don't be racist against him because you don't like his politics. I mean, what a bunch of a-holes. I, I, the leftists are so annoying. Okay, O'Connell called for the senator, uh, called the senator the racially uh, derogatory term following Scott's rebuttal to President Joe Biden's joint address to Congress Wednesday for the Republican Party. And this is a problem that the left has. They all get excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's 
let's make fun of these Republican. Ha 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 ha. Let's jump on this bandwagon. And then they end up saying something stupid like this. Um, I had hoped that Scott might show some common sense, but it seems clear he is a little he is little more than an Oreo with no real principles, O'Connor wrote. O'Connor faced backlash from fellow Texas politicians, including Republican Governor Greg Abbott, uh, who called the comments disgusting, hateful, and completely unacceptable, and demanded his resignation. So here's the tweet in which he demanded his re- resignation. Texas Republican Party Chairman Alan West said he'd gift... He had a gift... Wait, wait. Said he... I assume this, there's supposed to be a had in here. Daily Caller messed that up. Uh, said he had a gift for O'Connor uh, while holding a box of the famous cookies. I have a gift and a message for uh, Lamar County Democrat Chair Gary O'Connell Said uh, and, and the Texas Democrats, and he's holding Oreos here. Let's go ahead and play this. Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Don't Colonel fight. Alan West, the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. You know, a lot of people on the Democrat Party side continue to talk about how Republicans and people that don't agree with them are white supremacists, racists. The fact that we want election laws that makes us Jim Crow, well, the Democrats were the ones that started Jim Crow. But just recently, a former colleague of mine, Senator Tim Scott, well, some Texas Democrat county chairman from Lamar County, Gary O'Connor, referred to Senator Tim Scott as an Oreo. And so I just think that I will just walk over to the Texas Democrat Party, or mailed it to them, a nice little package of Oreos. Because until this guy resigns, I'm going to stand up and speak out against the party of systemic racism, the party of the soft bigotry of low expectations. They want to call people such as myself that don't believe in them, that don't want to be on the 21st economic plantation Oreos. I'm going to continue to make sure that we send Oreos to the Texas Democrat Party, because I am sick and tired of the duplicitous hypocrisy of the true party of racism. All right, guys. So here's the thing. I, I love uh, uh, Alan West. I, I think Alan West is an awesome dude. Now, uh, a lot, of, you know, again, I, like I haven't researched Alan West like in any depth. I, I'm not aware of any criticisms of him. I, I just think he's a cool guy. Uh, I love what he says here. I, I think what he said there was great. Um, but, but I. You know, who, what's this guy's name? Gary O'Connell? Gary O'Connor? Gary O'Connor? Molly Hemingway re- responded about this too, apparently. Um, Uncle about the Uncle Tim thing. They go into the Uncle Tim thing. But let me just let me just give you my two bits here. I- I'm going to agree with Gary O'Connell a little bit here. I'm going to agree with this racist Democrat a little bit. I will say that Tim Scott and Alan West and all these black guys are very much like o- Oreos. You know why? Because Oreos are amazing. <laughs> That's true. Who doesn't like an Oreo? And then, you know, I like Oreo. Like a thin ones. Yeah, the thin ones. The With thin mint. mint. Like the thin mint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so the reason why they call Do you know why they, the Oreo thing is a racist thing? It's because it's white and black. Kind of. It's so it's black on the outside, but white on the inside. Yeah. Get it? So that's the metaphor. It's like, oh, oh, you look black, but you're really white. Screw you, white person. As if being white is bad or something. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Oreo is a beautiful mix of dark and light. It's like of coffee brown and milk and white. Huh? Coffee and milk. Yeah, like coffee and milk. Who doesn't like coffee and milk? You. So you know what? That's true. You're like, straight I like black, black coffee. coffee. I like straight black coffee. Just like I like my women. <laughs> I like I, I, I like black like my men. They see they remember that clip from the movie that the little girl on the plane yeah. when the little boy offers her coffee. Yeah. She's like, Yes, of course. And he's like, Krimer? No, I like my coffee black, like my man. <laughs> Do you remember that? Is that from like the 70s or something? Yeah, something like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, vaguely I think it's from Airplane. Yes. The movie Airplane. Yeah, that's a great that's a great uh, line. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I think the guy actually could have got away with this if he would have said, look, I was just being a little silly. I'll tell you what, it's a compliment because who doesn't love Oreos? <laughs> Everybody loves Oreos. So Oreos are a good thing, guys. I think he might have been able to like play it off as a joke or, or you know, play it off with some humor. Um, but What's he- the sound? Yeah, I don't know. It's annoying. It is annoying. Do you want to go upstairs and knock and be like, what are you doing? Nope, stopped. <laughs> Must have heard us. Okay, uh, so I think, but that's it for the uh, for today's news. Unless you have something else to say. 
Anyway, so uh, at the end of the day, what did we learn? We learned that Oreos are delicious. And uh, and that's the news for the day. From uh, Do you want to take questions and comments? Do we have any super chats? Does anybody have anything interesting to say? Uh, somebody said, I like steak. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I think it's about coffee and Oreos and... Sure, sure. Um, okay, so let's... Sorry, let's have a look at some of the super chats here. So like, I like steak. Oh, Mark in Alberta said that. Who doesn't like steak, Mark in Alberta? Everybody loves steak. But you know what's weird about me? People are going to get mad at me about this. I don't like my steak always medium rare. I like my steak medium rare with a specific cut. Which cut do I like medium rare, don't I? Filet mignon. Filet mignon. You know why? Because filet mignon has very little fat. And so if you overcook it, it gets dried out very easily, right? So the really expensive cuts you want... Uh, medium rare, but actually the cheaper cuts, like if you cut up a bit, bit of a, like a chuck roast into steaks and you cook that, you actually want that well done. A lot of people think that's heresy. A lot of people think that's crazy, but I will, I will die on this hill. This is, if you have a fatty marbled chunk of steak, you do not want it uh, medium rare. That you want to render all that fat out, uh, and you want to caramelize those edges. Um, and you want to, well, it's not really caramelizing, and I forget what they call that effect, but when you brown the, you want to brown both sides. Anyway, you want to brown it, you want it, I like a fatty steak, I like it well done. Uh, but again, like a flame mignon, you do want that me- uh, medium rare. Uh, and I will fight any chef who disagrees with me. Uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, yeah, somebody wrote, Dep- depends on the cut. That's right, Jesus says, God. Um Demon Slayer says porterhouse fillet is a lady's cut. I don't really know what a porterhouse is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that knowledgeable about steak. I'll be honest. Paper plate says Chris has never been so wrong on anything ever. <laughs> I know people. I don't understand people on this. I, I mean, it's the one thing I find that uh, even Republicans can be delusional about. Yeah, yeah. No, certain steaks you need to have well done. I'm sorry, you do. Um, Uh, we need to get Anomaly on our show, somebody says. I don't know who Anomaly is. I don't know who that is. We'll have to look into that. Frank James says, did Yankee not explain to TM Bingo, explain TM Bingo to, to you yet? No, I have not been explained uh, Toxic Masculinity Bingo. Yeah, actually, you're going to have to explain that to me. I don't know what that is. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is this bingo like something that we say commonly, like like stuff that we do commonly, and they have things like, oh, if Chris says this, or Valeria says this, like if Chris talks about his exes, then that's one of the bingo things. <laughs> that that's is, one that people take a drink. That is messed up, you guys. That's that's disturbing. That's uh, done like, over your head is beautiful. I, it's I like kinda the like... reflection. But I know that I do need to wash that window badly. Uh, let's see here. Otaku Magnet says, uh, I knew you would be the type to ruin steak. You like kale chips, too. I do like kale chips. Who doesn't like kale chips? Kale chips are delicious. My it's brother's wife made us kale chips once, baked them in the oven. You don't remember this? She took actual kale, put it on a tray, put it in the oven, salted it with sea salt. You don't remember this? Over at John's place? You don't remember this? Okay. Anyway. It's delicious. I don't understand what's wrong with kale chips. Um... But yeah, uh, you know, they they got mad at um, <laughs> everybody's like, yes, X's. Uh, that's too funny. Everybody's yelling bingo. <laughs> I didn't mention my X's. I just mentioned mentioning my X's. It's not the same thing. Mention mentioning my yeah, X's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, another thing of the bingo is when Chris says, I'm going to beat my wife. <laughs> I do say that a lot. I do say that a lot. Has yet to happen, but uh, she beats me occasionally. But uh, at least once a day. Well, no, maybe once every two days. Uh, uh, but legit, legit. I have a lawsuit pending. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for us. I think. Uh, uh, I mean, we could we could be here all day with you guys. We really could. But uh, but I have a bunch of work to do because I got to put out some Mr. Reagan videos, um, and Valeria has some work to do. So shall we go? <gasps> What? We didn't do the intro. We didn't do the intro, but we'll do it as we leave. We'll do it as we leave. All right, we love you guys. You are the best 
uh, people on all of YouTube. Really, truly the best fans. We think you're amazing. Uh, Valeria, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Uh-oh. Where's my outro? Here it is. Okay. I'm on the wrong thing. All right. Bye, guys. The least professional show on YouTube. True. Toxic masculinity. She's toxic. I'm masculine. Well, shoot. I got that backwards even. I'm toxic. She's masculine. We'll see you next time. Toxic masculinity. I really do love this.